0: so lucy how's the book going i'm back on track oh my goodness that's so exciting i can't wait to read stuff lucy yeah i can't wait to show it to you (laughs) yes this is right for me right for you and we're definitely going to write a book this year Okay, so you're back on track. How, how are you doing other than that?
1: <sighs> it's been a long week. This is my last, <laughs> my last week of summer, so I am not doing what one might expect and, like, mainlining a video game for the entire week, though I did consider it, and I- some part of me wishes I was doing that, but instead I am cleaning my garage.
0: Oh, that is not, that's not writing or playing video games or <laughs> prepping for school. That's a responsible adult thing to do.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, sort of my goal with the week is I am trying to, get, I am getting in a decent amount of playing The Sims. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, but I'm trying to kind of get my ho- my house to a state in which it will survive with minimal up. Take or um, like minimal upkeep. That's the word. Uh, for the next three months. So, and one of those things is I I just keep putting off dealing with the garage, and so I want to get it to a state because it's just there are boxes in there that have just like moved with me a couple times, and we've lived in this house for a significant amount of time, so that's kind of like ridiculous.
0: Oh yeah, no, I know how that is. I have a couple (laughs) of those too, and we've lived in this place for a long time as well. Yeah, it
1: happens when you have too much storage space.
0: Yeah. I mean, do you feel like taking care of this is going to clean some of the clutter out of your brain that'll let you write a little more, too?
1: Yeah, I think it's actually helped already, possibly. I at least have had a a decently good writing week, so that is nice.
0: I'm so excited. Like, I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm excited about writing and books and all kinds of things right now.
1: Yeah, speaking of that, I hear there is sort of book news.
0: Yeah, my um, graphic novel, No One Returns from the Enchanted Forest, um, has had its cover revealed online mm-hmm. officially. Um, pre-orders yeah. haven't opened up, and it, it doesn't come out until spring of 2021, but it feels a little more real, and I've been wrapping up final, final, final edits. The copy editors and everybody, like the book designer, gra- you know, like the the art director every editor and my poor agent have all been working so hard and it's really exciting and has me just absolutely over the moon. But of course the writing was done like two years ago for this book. (laughs) So at this point it's like, it's just cleanup and, you know, going back over it with a fine tooth comb to make sure that everything is, you know, ready to ship and ready to go get printed. But it's not the same kind of creative work as, writing and coming up with another story so i think that that might be a little bit of why i am like putting so much work into my my novel this year is that it's just a completely different part of my brain mm-hmm. from the like kind of like perfectionist like finishing touches that the comic has been taking
1: and i hear there is kind of news on on that as well
0: oh yeah i'm so close to done i'm so <laughs> close i have, like. have three quarters of a chapter left. And I'm so excited that, I don't know, I am um, recording this with less than six hours of sleep, which is not ideal for me. I don't think it's ideal for anybody, but I know some people function like they have to function on six hours of sleep. That's just what their life is like. I can't. Oh my goodness. I can't do that. And so I'm not very functional right now and I might be a little goofy. So I <laughs> hope I'm goofy in a fun way, not goofy in a time wasting way, but. I gotta say that I was really in the swing of it last night. And I looked up and it was 2.30 in the morning. And I was like, well, I have to get up and do some work and do some recording and be a person. So I should go to bed. So I went to bed. And then when I was trying to go to sleep, instead of having calming thoughts about nothing, I was writing in my head, like in the voice of my story, (laughs) just writing the next scene that I left off on. And my partner's snoring and had fallen asleep and i was like screw it i got up and wrote until almost four o'clock in the morning so that was what i did and why i'm nuts at the moment but (laughs) it still feels really really good and i'm really excited like i'm so excited to be this close to done the best part is i do know what i'm doing like that's nice. Yeah, like I know where I'm going. I know what has to happen. And every time I say this, there's always some logistical thing I need to fix in my writing. Like every time there's something I didn't take into account. But at least this time, it's like there can't be that many more of those things cuz there's not that many things that can happen next. So, very excited.
1: <laughs> that is exciting.
0: How about you? You said you're back on track.
1: Yeah, yeah. I kind of have had I've been struggling a bit for a while to get back in the daily, like, writing. Like, I was in a good zone for a while and then I kind of fell off for it and just other important things were happening and, like, other projects were taking, you know, really, um, you know, precedence in my life and that was kind of nice but distracting. So I'm kind of getting back into the groove um, and I've actually taken some of your advice which was to try and start doing writing, like, before other things in the morning and it hasn't worked every day but the days it has worked... It is just such, like, a weight off my back because I I get out of the way first, and even if I... I sometimes end up getting other things done just while I'm procrastinating writing, so that's sort of (laughs) helpful for my life.
0: Yeah, that kind of (laughs) backdoor defeating your own brain stuff, like, it's always just (laughs) great when it works.
1: Yeah, and so I'm trying to build it more into even, like, early in the morning having a... Well, not early, but, like, before I do anything else really in my day, trying to get writing, and um, that has worked pretty well. And then it, you know, it's, it's a chore that's done. So it doesn't feel as much like a chore Cause writing shouldn't really be a chore, but it does take a certain amount of like, yeah, yeah,
0: dedication. it takes your brain. Yeah, it, it's like it takes effort. It takes energy. And if everything I mean, if you just sort of categorize anything you've scheduled into your day as a chore, then of course, it counts as a chore. <laughs> yeah, the same yeah. way that eating would be if that's how you view that too. So just, <laughs> yeah, just has to do with how you categorize stuff.
1: Yeah, and I actually had a similar thing with you last night, which is funny, Um, where I went to bed and I also had, like, two of my stories just kind of running in my head. And I didn't wake up again to start writing because it wasn't quite that strong and my computer was, like, turned off and I just, like, didn't <laughs> want to. <laughs> but I did kind of, like... uh. I wrote it, I I kind of like outlined in my head a scene or like the starting, like the feel of a scene that I then wrote this morning. And then in my other project, I kind of came up with like the next couple of scenes I'm going to use to like get them into the big final battle stuff. So Yeah, yeah, that is
0: where I'm at is like literally leading up to the big final confrontation, which is tricky and oh, it's really exciting. But it takes so much preparation, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it felt really good to have that and to kind of like, I don't know, I realized with that story, I've been stalled in it a bit and I realized I haven't actually written the main characters interacting in a while and they have really good oh. chemistry when i have them together and i feel like that's sort of one of the reasons i keep stalling is that i mean it's necessary that they're in different places but um i'm really excited to kind of get them back into a scene together and i think that that Definitely. will make the like end go really fast and that's a Definitely. little scary and exciting
0: <laughs> yeah it is scary it's like oh wow i'm gonna have to say goodbye to this Thing that I've been leaning on for so long. Like, I've just been in this world. I, I know that for me, it's not that scary because I want to write more about them. But also, I know I'm going to do so much editing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so there's only so much I'm really going to have to say goodbye to them. I'll mm-hmm. be very sick of them <laughs> soon.
1: Yeah, I mean, I- already there are other projects that are, like, beckoning to me. But I have to, like, I'm trying to stay focused. I only need two at once, Robin. I, can only, I can't really multitask, so I can only handle this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, speaking of other projects and things looming on the horizon, I know, Lucy, you are very excited about, about NaNoWriMo, which is coming up uh, pretty soon.
1: Yeah, for those that don't know, National Novel Writing Month happens every November, and they also have events throughout the year. And it's basically a goal where you commit to write, uh, it's kind of a novella, it's a 50,000 word novel um, within the, the scope of a month. So you can do pre-planning beforehand, you can outline, you can do all of that, but you're not supposed to do any of the actual writing until the month starts. And then you, you aim to write about 1,700 words a day and um if you finish you consider that you have won that's how you win nano is if you complete it and if you don't complete it you still generally got more writing done than you probably would have done in a month anyway so (laughs) it's um it's a really good opportunity for people who have like never written a book or never finished a book to um kind of try that out and you know it, it can be really helpful to like figure out how to get that done and to, to see that you can actually like complete a project and feel what it's like to to bring one from beginning to end. And I've used it a lot in the past. I mean, I think since 2005, I have not missed a year. Oh, I have wow. not won every year, but I have written something every year.
0: <laughs> no, that's really awesome. Yeah, I, I have done it a handful of times. Um, I've definitely tried writing this novel that I'm finishing now. I think <laughs> I have made it my nano novel twice before, and uh, one of those times it ended up being a, a pretty earnest attempt that got seventy thousand words through within. You know, I-, I think that I maybe hit fifty or sixty thousand in mm-hmm. November, but then I continued afterwards and then realized that it had not actually gotten to the main thread of the plot and it was, you know, already an unwieldy word count. And I've mentioned this multiple times, but that is the one that had to be set aside so that I could re-outline and write the one I'm currently writing. So Mm -hmm. even though that was like a really successful experience for me, and I'm not sure, I had not written that much in years because the rest of my writing focus is on picture books and even graphic novel manuscripts and that is so it's drastically fewer words. <laughs> it's all about text that works with images and for prose you're like nope, the images come through the text. You're you're writing a board picture for people rather than literally trying to keep in mind what the picture will tell that the words don't need to. So it's just a completely different way of writing and it was a really really good thing for me to have to focus on that year. But it mostly taught me I just needed to rewrite the whole thing. But it was fine. Like, it worked out just fine. I think that uh, my most successful years have usually been, as you said, with like the challenge of like, well, what can I execute at this time? Like, thinking about writing in a really different way. I do like having goals. I think the word count can be. The word count can be really intimidating and does not always work for me, but the idea that everybody is working towards this goal at the same time and it's all about getting to the end of something. I find that really inspiring.
1: Yeah, I love the um that aspect you mentioned where it's everybody doing it at the same time because I like I said they have another uh, other few events throughout the year. I think they pick other months that have like the 30 days in a month. Thing to kind of make it easy to divide. Um, and they're called Camp NanoRimo. And I've done them a couple times, but I've never had the same like feeling around them. Like I usually kind of just peter off or never really start just because I, it just, the momentum isn't there for me. And I mean, that's not to say people can't enjoy them. I love the concept of it, but there's something about it being like such a big event. And you see it all over social media, you see it in um, more and more like. You know, previously published, well-known authors will talk about it, or will contribute little like pep talks to the event that you get in your emails, and you just feel very much a part of something. And I think that helps make a a somewhat, you know, wild attempt um, a little bit more possible. And I've never quite managed to keep up that level of daily writing as consistently as in that month, but I always feel like really encouraged when I come out of it and and feel like I can, you know, write anything and take on any challenge.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it takes a really isolating, solitary pursuit, like writing a novel, and turns it into something that is full of solidarity and community. And, you know, whether you go to write ins and hang out with other people while you write or not, which I I find very difficult, but I still think that knowing everyone else is out there and knowing that this is a goal that is lauded and understood and shared, it helps. It really, it really really does. Um, it can also, of course, have its downfalls. And maybe we'll talk about that more next time <laughs> of some of the things like that can be a little discouraging about it. But for now, I, I like that we're kind of staying, you know, talking about our, our positive history with it and what it does for us. Because I know that it really has been a huge part of Lucy's writing history, like before you started your English degree. this was something that was on your radar, right?
1: yeah, uh, more or less, I mean, I first discovered it in my freshman year of college, so I was technically already working on my English degree, but it was freshman year i wasn't I don't think i I was taking many, if any writing classes I'm maybe taking a fiction class, but yeah, it was really early in in like my adult, I guess you could say, <laughs> writing life. And yeah, it really influenced how I write to this day like it. And I don't know, it's kind of one of those like chicken or the egg things. I don't know if it flu- influenced my writing or the way I wrote made the meant that that worked really well for me. Yeah. Um, but it it definitely helped me do my current writing style, which is I kind of just start and go. I don't do a whole lot of editing as I go, which is the whole point of nano is basically like you cannot finish or it will be very difficult if you are constantly like rewriting scenes and going back and rereading stuff and adding scenes to the past like you kind of you can write out of order but you kind of just have to go and you're doing it every day so there's not a whole lot of you forgetting what you're doing or what you did before like you're kind of just always in it so you don't have to do a whole lot of reading um or rereading but which is good because the more rereading you do the less time you have to actually be banging out that stuff so i i'm i'm really good with that with the just kind of go and don't edit uh i also like physically write really fast like i'm I'm a fast typist if i'm in the zone i can get a lot of words out pretty quickly so for me it's like that word goal is really like an hour of writing maybe two um i can definitely get it done easily if i go to like a cafe or write and i will get it done really quickly um So, write-ins work really well for me. I know they don't work as well for you, but I really write well in cafes and, like, surrounded by other people.
0: Yeah, I feel like that word goal is definitely more like two to four hours for me, but again, if I'm in the zone, who knows how much Mm -hmm. I can get done in that time. I just know that an hour – an hour is enough time for me to write something that's already in my head. It is not enough time for me to figure out what I'm doing next (laughs) and then write it, right? So, like – that is definitely it's a really an interesting difference between how we work. Of course, like I work so differently than Lucy. <laughs> you can tell why Nano might be a different experience for me. I am constantly editing and rewriting as I go. Although I do stop myself from being preoccupied with that. I I make changes as I'm going so that I don't forget to make them. But I don't allow myself to do massive re- – like, if, if, if I'm like, oh, no, I think this entire scene doesn't need to be there and it needs to be condensed, which you better believe is a thought in my head a lot right now as I'm looking at my, like, 40,000 words I probably need to cut. Um, I'm just going to wait until I finish the whole draft before I do something like that. But if I decide that a character's name needs to be changed, which I did several times because uh, I need to make sure that little brothers and little brothers friends don't have names that are too similar so that people can't tell who is who because that's <laughs> terrible to ask someone to read <laughs> mm-hmm. if you don't know who anyone is you're like oh no it's just such a, it's such a big ask of somebody to keep all of your creations in their unfinished work-in-progress form in their head. So, you got to do everything in your power to make that easier. Um, Yeah, things like that I will really go back and fix. And especially if I realize that I wrote myself into a hole, I will fix whatever that was because it just bothers me too much. Like, I need to make sure that that, that, that it makes sense moving forward. But I think that that's, again, like, that's because my exploratory phase is not always the thing I'm writing at the moment. Like The exploratory phase is in my head a little bit more, or in the case of this project, I have explored it three times <laughs> and I'm no longer exploring it. I'm actually trying to execute it. I'm just not expecting to execute it perfectly in one go. Um, but I think that I do like that exploratory writing, the just move forward and see where it goes. Try to figure out how you can keep up momentum just by making sure that you don't write yourself into lulls. Um, I really like that mindset. And I am thinking um, my novel for this year, for this podcast, it is almost certainly going to be finished before nano starts. And I'm thinking I might give myself the freedom to do a nano project this year and see what I can do in a month. Um, this may be really, really really wild. <laughs> like This may be a bad idea. This is a year where it's kind of remarkable that either of us are writing a single word at all. And I think a lot <laughs> of people are going to find that they just can't. And that and is normal and fine. I mean, I don't know how anybody is doing anything right now. I know that writing has been my coping mechanism. and That's why I'm like, I'm probably going to need an awful lot of help coping in November. So maybe having something to completely distract myself with that is totally exploratory and really like straight like really just like pants it just go right forward and mm-hmm. don't do any editing and don't have anyone look at it until the end of the month that may be something I do
1: <laughs> yeah that's also usually advice for when you've just turned in the final version of a book just in general. So it just happens <laughs> that it should line up well for you. Um, when I literally did that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's often, it's really easy to just like, spiral in stress waiting for it to come out. So yeah. it's good to have a, nif- a different project to distract you. And in this case, you'll have turned in the final version of a book and just finished, you know, not the final version, but like a, dra- a significant draft of a story you've been working on for a long time. So I think... Like, you might want to just take a break entirely, but I like the idea of, like, just going after a project that maybe doesn't have as much emotional investment as either of those things do. Oh,
0: my goodness. Oh, yeah. For my own mental health, I may need to do this because I guarantee that I will be in a massive depression spiral in, like, two weeks. Like, (laughs) it does not matter how good I will feel when I finish something Mm, it's I, – I I don't know. I have a really gross term for it. It's like postpartum project depression, post-project <laughs> partum depression, something like that, where just like mm. when I finish something. Some of it is the anxiety of what will happen next with it. Mm. Some of it is that, but some of it – I can't even explain it that way. It's just like all of this momentum – it's like it, it just like has – the train has been pushed over the ledge and it's in free fall because there's just nothing for me to put all that energy into – and and I just it is so it just be, the train is in free fall and it's going down and swirling around into a vortex of overthinking and misery. <laughs> so I'm planning ahead of time that that's going to happen a little bit. I'm going to hope that it isn't so bad. I, I've had it really bad sometimes, and hopefully. Like, this is a year where, I don't know, I already feel like that all the time. (laughs) Like, I already feel like that, and I know so many people going through it a thousand times worse than I am. So maybe it'll skip me this year, like, with this project, because it's just already like that. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's – I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do this year. It's probably going to be just – the same novel honestly like I think if with any luck I'll have gotten around to the the point in like the d d story that there is about 50,000 words of it left anyway so <laughs> I should if, with any luck be able to use it as my project and maybe even finish it in November like the whole story and then maybe be able to take December off from writing or or something
0: I think you even kind of predicted that earlier in the year, that probably. this was maybe how you were going to handle it, because you know how effective it is for you, that you were just like, it's your failsafe. Mm-hmm. It's like, you were like, no matter what happens this year, I can probably, I can do 50,000 words of it while in school in November, because you have <laughs> done it before so many times that you're like, oh, I know I can do it. And that confidence is nuts. Like I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm impressed with you for that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I definitely had an easier time finishing things when I was in school before. Like yeah. when I was a, a college student originally, and I think part of that may have just been, um, it wasn't that I had more free time, but all of my, all the things I was doing was very localized because I lived on campus. I went to class. Um, there was a year where I had a job that i had to go to that was off campus but most of the time like it was all one location and so things took a lot of time still i was very busy but it was a lot easier transition from those things whereas when i've tried to do it while working it was a lot harder to even set aside time for those things because i definitely yeah. had to be at sleep by a certain time i definitely yeah your to- commute takes up some of that time yeah, and i try to write on lunches, but I only had a 30-minute lunch in time you, like, get the food set up or try and find a quiet place to read where you're not in somebody's way or being disturbed by the phone ringing yeah. or whatever. Like, it just, it's it was hard harder to accomplish. To
0: eat in 30 minutes, let alone eat and write and take a walk and anything else that people <laughs> try to do.
1: Yeah, my technique was that I'd eat on one of my 10s, and then I'd, like, one of my 10-minute breaks, and then I'd, I'd write through my lunch. Um... And it worked a little, but it was not ideal. But yeah, last year, it was the first time I wasn't working during Nano, but it was in my, like, it was my second term back at school, but it was kind of the first full term, because summer is sort of like a short term. So it was a a bit of a challenge. And I don't even remember what project I did, honestly. Um... But I feel like I I I keep redoing or not redoing. I keep adding words to existing projects, which I guess is what I'm planning to do for this year. But at least it's a it's a it's a pretty new existing project. Um, the unending work in progress that I keep complaining <laughs> about started as a nano three years ago. I think. Oh no. <laughs> Might be more. I'm gonna go with three though. Oh no, I think it's four, Robin. I think I it's, think it's four. four. I think God, it is. Damn.
0: Yeah, what is time? What is time?
1: Yeah, I checked the word count on it recently because I wrote on it. I usually I tend to write on it during our writing nights on Wednesday, and then the other days I focus on the other story. Um, it's currently at a hundred and forty thousand words. Oh my goodness, which is longer than fifty thousand. You may notice
0: by by a few by a few uh, times there.
1: Yeah, so hopefully I'll also finish that one this year. Maybe that's what I'll do in December.
0: <laughs> that's a great idea. All right, so what advice do you have for first-time nanowars?
1: Oh, a bunch. Um, so my first advice is definitely take um what you can out of October to do some outlining. Um, which by the time this episode comes out, maybe it's a little too late, but try and at least have like a set of like I, I think I've talked about this before. I try to have like three main like plot lines, I guess, that I can jump between. So if you get stuck just jump to a scene in a different plot line, advance a different character, whatever it is. So I'd recommend having like it doesn't have to be fleshed out, but at least like three significant characters you can jump around. So if you if you get stuck, you can just jump to another one. Um I would if you are an outliner, outline as much as you can, especially even if it's just like like a list of scenes as they pop into your head that like are speaking to you. Because the most important thing is really just Typing out words. <laughs> so if it's a scene that's not related, like it doesn't matter if it's if you think it's going nowhere or if it doesn't seem to have like like it's not set in this the time of the story that you're currently writing in. If it is speaking to you, just get it out. Like you don't know if you will have that inspiration for it. I mean, like once once in nano, get it out. Um, you don't know if you'll have inspiration again. So if it's speaking to you now, like try and like describe what happens in it. Um. I, I think one of them I actually uh, wrote by hand scenes as they came to me, e- if they were in my head, and then I didn't let myself ever go back and look at those again, but just getting it out helped me, you know, visualize the characters and stuff, and then I rewrote them, you know, completely from memory without checking them once Nano had started. So it's slightly cheating, but especially if it's, like, your first year doing it, you may want to consider doing that, especially if you're really, like, feeling the urge to write it now and you, you you're afraid of, like, losing that yeah um but also kind of that's an
0: interesting way of taking notes right mm, of like like the the boundary between what is notes or not there is definitely it's thin (laughs) and permeable
1: (laughs) yeah yeah and for that first week if you're someone who is going to be up late on halloween i recommend starting your novel Uh, as soon like after midnight, like as soon as it is technically the first of November, Uh, that was a tradition I did all through college when I was actually up late. Once I was working and had to be up at eight every morning, it didn't really work out anymore. But because that way the next day when you're like officially starting it and like really sitting down to do your writing, you already have a little of a head start, even if it's just a few paragraphs, like you've already kind of given yourself a nudge forward, Um, which is good because if you've been out that late, you're probably going to be tired when you're writing (laughs) the next day. Um, (laughs) So I recommend that and like really, really try and take the most out of that first week that you can. If you can get ahead in that week, it's going to help you a lot. Um, So just try and write as much as you can. Try at the very least to not get behind in that first week. It's really easy to be like, oh, it's two days in. I can catch up at any time. I'll start tomorrow. But yeah, once you're five days in, it's going to feel a lot harder. And since it is just a month, it that that goes quickly so try and stay on top of it early on and like work on building that habit in um so that you'll when you're going into week two you'll at least have a habit um speaking of week two it's notoriously like the worst week of the (laughs) event (laughs) because you're no longer in that like new blush of love with your story um but you're also not like in a climactic thing or or over the hump or anything you're just in this part of the story where you're just setting everything up and trying to like set up the pieces so that they move well later so, it's really, really easy to get bogged down into and get really discouraged. So, if you get to week two and are feeling discouraged, just push through, just write anything. It can be future scenes, it can rewrite a scene that you did earlier that you feel could have been stronger. As long as you keep both in, it counts. Just like write whatever you can to get yourself through that week, it will get easier. Week three is great. Week four is awesome. So you you can do it. It's all about kind of building those habits in early and then sticking to that plan. Even if like people online, I don't know if the NaNoWriMo forums are still active. I used them along college. I imagine now it's mostly on Twitter um, for the like active RIMO community. Um, there'll be a lot of like people will do sprints or like challenges where they'll be like, okay, thirty minutes, see who can write the most. Um, I don't like doing those because I humble brag usually kind of do really well on them and then feel really bad about it so like because everybody writes at different speeds like it does not mean I'm a better writer it just means I type fast so you know your mileage may vary yeah if
0: you're a competitive person and that would inspire you it's a great idea if you're a competitive person and the possibility of not beating other people would make you not want to keep going then that's a terrible idea and yeah if you're an an s- empathetic sweetheart like Lucy <laughs> And you're <laughs> really good at it And it would make you feel bad to be really good
1: at it yeah, <laughs> so I, just, I like... don't like them Because I feel bad So um, I don't like that But I do like writing sprints Where you're just like everybody write for 50 minutes Which is why our, our weekly writing nights Are kind of organized Which we, we do that on Twitter if you haven't joined us It's quite fun um, I just post like writing prompts throughout the hours And um, then we do like Fifty-minute sprints where you're supposed to write for a while. It's fun, um, but that's why they're structured that way. Is I really like writing sprints where you just write and don't think for like fifty minutes, and then you have like ten minutes off where you just like. Well, if it was at a cafe, you could get a drink, chat with the other nice writers around you. But this is being recorded so well. in
0: 2020 during quarantine times, so we are. Mostly just getting up and going to the bathroom and grabbing a glass of water in our own kitchens.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um,
0: going to the bathroom in the bathroom, getting water from the <laughs> kitchen.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's it sounds like a scary challenge, but it can be really fun. Um, oh, also, like, if you want prompts, people will give you ideas for, like... Okay, you have to include like an orange, so you know you have to write a scene about a character eating an orange or something. So yeah. those can be kind of silly, but can actually lead to really good writing, and it's something to get you through those little writing blocks that can happen in week two. So, yeah, it's a great experience. I love doing it, even the years that I've not gotten past week one and have floundered in week two. I'm speaking from experience. Uh, <laughs> so I hope uh, if you're considering joining us, that you do. I'm I'm very excited about doing it.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking about my, like, what my advice would be, and it is to use this however works for you. Hmm. That actually doing the structured thing as they have it is useful. It's an interesting thing. It will not necessarily teach you to be a specific kind of writer. It won't necessarily get a book ready to be published in. December, Um, but it will give you an idea of what writing that way is like. If you've never given yourself a word count goal in every day, this will tell you whether uh 1700 words is easy or difficult for you it will not tell you whether you're you're able to be a writer because you can or can't do that because that's not how writing works you can take the time you're going to take it's that's between you and your editor or between you and and the blank page really um but like it's useful to learn how you would handle this um it's also okay if you look at it and you're like There is no way I can keep to a word count goal because that will stress me out. You don't need to worry about that at all. Just find something that does help motivate you every day. and Maybe that is, I have 15 minutes every day but I'm going to use them all on the same project and I'm not going to go backwards. I'm going to only go forwards. Mm -hmm. That could be a really good way to use NaNo to keep focused, get a whole lot of writing done with the actual time constraints that your life physically has. (laughs) Because I I do think that that's one of the things going on here is like – It is challenging you to figure out how to fit writing into your life every day. It's challenging you to figure out how to keep going even when you don't have inspiration. There are so many things that it does for you, all of which are helpful things to know how to do, not necessarily prerequisites for being a writer or prerequisites for finishing a book, But all of which are, again, interesting. You might find out something about how you write, even if you find out that this is just absolutely terrible for you in every way. It's still useful. It's still an interesting experiment. And it can be very satisfying to look at the end of a month and realize how much you can get done. And you're like, well, if you would not have written 5,000 words without doing this, that was a success.
1: Yeah. And I think, um, I think we want to talk about writing goals more at some point cuz I could go on and on and on. But now Na- the NanoRimo website lets you do tailored word count goals now. So oh, you can so do great. and for throughout the year too. It doesn't just have to be during one of their events. So if you want to start with like a 30,000 novel, 30,000 word novel, you could do that. If you want to do a larger novel, you can do that. So if you are trying to like make this really fit whatever your goal is or whatever your like writing habits are, you can totally kind of tailor it for that and that is very exciting
0: no i love that i love how this has evolved to keep up with the way that people might use it
1: mm-hmm. i yeah i'm very excited about that and i think it's time to get back to writing
0: oh my goodness i'm so excited about getting back to writing okay lucy i'll make you a deal if you write for me i'll write for you
1: deal happy writing <laughs>